podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to the Super Rugby Podcast with your host Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now Toby, we, uh, we, we you put out there, you wanted to put some polls out at the last week's podcast and what were those two polls you wanted to put out? Well, the first one was who should introduce the Super Rugby Podcast and then the second one was Percy Montgomery and, and Andre Joubert. So Percy Montgomery was my pick and Andre Joubert was, was my mate, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um... Should we so go over the I first won, poll for I a start? I won both. I won both. <laughs> I very nervously put out that first poll, I might add, and, and I only just snipped it. Um, so I'm very glad, and hence why I started the show. But Percy Montgomery and Andre Joubert, it was a tie. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and put that out right during the match of a couple of South African matches and we'll try and get a real South African vote going on there. Uh, because it's a shame to think 50-50, no. mate. We've got to have a winner, no, don't we? Right. We can't have them both playing. Well, one could come on at half time. <laughs> mate, first up, we've got our questions, though, for this week. Yes. Do you want to go through the first one? Yes, so our first question is from Ags, with a Z. That's Twitter. That's from Twitter. From, that's from the Twitter. From the Twitter. Yeah, from the Twitter. And he says, or she. I think it's a she. I is think it's a she, she. yeah. Oh, yeah. But we'll go with a she, yeah. <laughs> she likes to look at you, doesn't she? Um, the Hurricanes get penalised a lot in the scrums. It looks like Tumanga Allen is the one always getting pinged. What is he doing wrong? And I don't understand why he's still starting the game when he's the most penalised. It's a very, very interesting question. And to be absolutely honest, the only people that will know what is truly going on there yeah. is the two props going oh, against sure. each other. For sure. So you've got the old tight head whose job is to remain straight yeah. and be the cornerstone of that scrum. And then you've got your loose head whose job it is to niggle, niggle mm. to try and lift that tight head yeah. up off the ground. And we saw that in the Crusaders match where... Um, Harry Allen got lifted right off the ground and got penalised for it, which I thought was quite interesting and strange. And that just showed, I'm not sure whether the referees really know what they're doing. But that also shows the amount of energy and power going through those scrums. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know 100-plus easy player just getting lifted, lifted off the ground. Like yeah. a sack of spuds. <laughs> sack of spuds aren't bloody light either, are they? <laughs> Yeah, so, so to answer your question, Tumanga Allen might be getting penalised more, yeah. but he might not actually be doing anything wrong. I think sometimes the referees flip a coin, and depending on what day of the month it is, yeah. um, they'll just sort of no, go, yeah. well, I think it's you. The, the big thing I think they are cracking down on is staying square. Staying straight. So, staying yeah. straight. They don't seem to use their touchies very well for that. You know, they seem to just penalise people on their side. Or even when the you know when they go down on the far side, oh they've gone down. We'll reset. We'll just reset. Rather than and saying to the old uh, touchy, can you make can you make sure they're square, mate? Yeah, can you make also, sure they're square? You know, this week has been such a pain for scrums. Every week scrum, has been a pain oh, for and scrums. And I've gone on about it, haven't you? I? Have mate? You, like a you've sounded dog. like me going on about <laughs> just stuff. Bloody whinging. <laughs> but honestly, it's frustrating me. It ruins, it's starting to ruin a game. Oh, it's, now. I think actually you've mentioned about Scrum. I thought this week 
the the quality of the games has been the best it has been well, for a long, long time. Good, but still, the scrums have just been a hassle. Yeah, well, you know, uh, unfortunately, until they change the rules or until the referees get up with the rules, yeah. we're going to have the, the problem of reset scrum after reset scrum. I think the better quality the ref, the less reset scrums yeah, you have. True. But also, we've got a second part of that question. Why is he still starting? They've got they've got no one else, mate. That they they've they really don't have. I mean, Tumung Allen is is a good. Uh, I tell you what, he's he's a great prop around the pitch. He does a lot of work. Yeah, and and he's Gets not bad. He's I a mean, good ball handler. He passes the ball nicely, but he just seems to be getting pinned. But I think what we'll find is is that you look at the. Hurricane Scrum, and actually, they are pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, they haven't had a huge amount of issues in there. I think a lot of New Zealand teams are just getting penalised a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's down to the fact that they... Coaching, you know, it doesn't seem to be a big thing to give away penalties. You know, it's actually deemed to be okay to give away penalties. Well, it depends where you give them away. Yeah. You know, if you give them away in in their half, then they've got a kick for touch and hopefully win the line-out. Yeah. And lineouts are so unpredictable at the moment as well. You know, you're getting the opposition jumping up and winning it easily or overthrowing or not straight. There's a lot of that going on at the moment. There's a lot of basic errors in set piece yeah. going down. Yeah. But next question. Yes. Is from James, a Kiwi stuck living in Melbourne. He's oh, put that himself. Good luck, pal. So, Tobes, he's put down here, firstly... Really enjoy your podcast. Insightful and a great listen. <laughs> is he okay? <laughs> is he listening to the same one that we're... He's living in Melbourne, mate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you spoke about Scott Robinson, how good a coach he is. I also think he's a good coach, but I'm not sold on the idea that he's as good as everyone thinks. This isn't just him, but most past Crusader coaches, Crusaders have always had great players to choose from. Make it easier for the coach. So is it, basically what he's getting to is, is it that it's the Crusader franchise or is it the coach? I think it's a mixture. I think they've got a great pool of players to pick from. And they do a fantastic job in recruiting, I think, from other franchises. Civeris, the main one at the moment. But then also, I think Scott Robinson's good. They've had some good coaches in the past. And it just, everything seems to sort of interlink or fit in like a cog. I was really lucky enough to be part of when he was still playing. He yeah. did some coaching as well. Um, and I got to be part of, of some of that coaching that took place. And even then, he was inspirational, yeah, thought-provoking. And the big thing that he gave was energetic. Now, there has been some things that I've seen this year that has made me scratch my head a little bit, the weekend's game being a good example of that. But some of the things that he does or has done is out of this world. For example, some people might not know this, but he has a theme for each year, okay? So when they won the title in 2017, his theme was Muhammad Ali, Rumble in the Jungle. Now, the story, background story to that, Muhammad Ali 
you know, went to war or didn't, sorry, didn't go, want to go to war, um, abstained from that. He went nine years without winning a title. He he lost two titles in that process, just like the Crusaders had won, yeah. lost two finals, hadn't won for nine years. And he won that title after nine years in the Rumble of the Jungle. Where did the Crusaders win the title? They won the title in the jungle in South Africa. Africa yeah. So he he has a, a a knack of inspiring his players. He is also details fantastic. Is he a top top coach? I would say absolutely top top coach. Is he as good as everyone makes out? We don't know. We have no idea. No. He, he, everything looks like it. You know, a guy that came, they haven't won a title in nine years. He takes them to winning two in a row. He's now looking like it could be three in a, three row. In a row. He has a knack of picking players that have been not wanted from their own franchises. And making them into good players. And making them great players. So you've got to say that he is as good as everyone's saying. Mm. We, But, but... Here's a big but. There were there are things that I've seen this year that make me scratch my head. Why are players making that decision? But I do think that possibly players are making that decision because he's allowing players to make that decision. Yeah, you he's, know he, he's, he's giving them the sort of the, responsibility. The yeah. So when push comes to shove, they're making the calls. Yeah. yeah. And in pressure situations, they'll make the calls because they've made the right calls more often than not. not yeah. Whereas others might be starting... Now, a great, great example of that was Stormers on the weekend. At times, the coach was sending out the kicking tee saying, right, I want you, you to go. take a kick. Yeah. And at the end of the match, the coach was like, go for the corner. Yeah. And Khaleesi went, no, 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 I want to take the points. And I don't know how I felt about it. We're going to go over about that later. But So is he as good as people are saying? I think you've got to say yes at the moment. Yeah, definitely. N- nothing else is saying anything other than that. Everything that comes out, players, press, other coaching staff. I mean, Ronan Agara, yeah. he says it's just different level. He he likens the coaching staff there to like a Formula One pit crew. They are all just working perfectly in, in sync, sync yeah. to get the best result for their team. God, mate, you must be out of breath. You've been talking so much. As always. (laughs) So we've actually got our uh, third listener's question, but it's actually a voice recording, isn't it, David? It is, mate. And it's a really good one. But I'm going to give you the power, Tobes, to press the button. So all you have to do is press button number three there, Tobes. Can you press that? Can you manage that, mate? I've got to try and reach it first, big fella. There you go. Hi, lads. Absolutely loving the podcast. Keep up the good work. With London Sevens just around the corner, I'd like to know what your ultimate Sevens team would be if it was made up of current Super 15 rugby players. And I want to know if you think that team would win if it was to enter London next weekend. Because there's always been a perception that Sevens players are those who weren't quite good enough for the 15s game. I want to know if you think that's true. Look forward to the answer. Keep up the good work, Russ. Well, thank you, Russell. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to say it's Russell. He says Russ. So... Very, very interesting question. Yeah. Have you have you written down some names of players? No, you haven't, have you? <laughs> Why doesn't that I surprise me? I've got locked up here, mate. Locked up here. So I, I've got I've tried to think about trying to win the competition. Okay. Now I think that's an incredibly tough task to win the competition because although Sevens is still rugby, it's like a different game. 
you need a different skill set oh, definitely, yeah. to do really, really well. So I'm trying to pick a team, that, and I'm also trying to pick a team from around the Super Rugby franchises as okay. well. So stick with me on this. Speckman, Deerlande, and Quagga Smith, or Quagga Smith. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Now, I've picked those three from South Africa, and I've picked them for good reasons. Speckman and Quagga Smith have played in the sevens. They have, They've they? been Blitzbox yeah. before. Yeah. Also, Speckman is amazing. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Deerlande is just raw pace, power, yeah. everything you love about a sevens player. But I think all of those three would go into the dark places you need to go as a sevens player. Yeah. yeah. So it's always good to, you know, you could say someone like, you know, Jonah Lomu was a great sevens player. But, he was. But not maybe in the modern sevens. No, not modern, no. But tell you who another good one would be is Savia. Well, I've got him. Yeah, I've got him on go. my New he Zealand. Was in, he was in the setup for the uh, the last Olympics, wasn't he? Was he? he? Yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take you. He was. Yeah. I yeah. know Sonny Bill was there, yeah, wasn't Sonny he? Bill he made the and move across. Ardi Savia and Messam. Um, Messam tried, but I don't yeah, think he made the, no. the final thing. So I've gone for the New Zealand sort of area. I've gone Rico Yuani. 100%. He was, that's where he first came up as yeah. maybe like an 18 year old, 17 yeah. year old. I've gone his brother as well. Oh, he was also in there. He was, yeah. Sevilla. <laughs> there you go. Bowden Barrett. Just because you've got yeah. to have Bowden Barrett, don't you? Pace. Pace. It got good, good tackle. game. Good tackle. Uh, yeah, okay. Ben Smith. Yeah. Because you've got, Always. you know, he'd just run for you forever. <laughs> ben Lamb, because he's been part of that group he as has well. He's been, hasn't he? Okay. Yeah. And. Nanai, oh, Milani Nanai you from the Blues. Him, and I'm going to have him because he. you watch him play, he is all over that place. He, he's, he look, he's got a good engine, but secondly, he's your stepper. Yeah. And you need your stepper good, in there. For, what about Severice? I did think about Severice. I'm not sure he's going to have the engine you need. He doesn't have the engine, yeah. He doesn't have that stamina, does he? No, I don't I don't think so. But what about Australia? Who who do you think for Australia? Kirtley Beale. Well, I didn't pick Curly Veal actually. Mm. Now you mentioned Curly Veal, yeah. I'm I'm starting to think Curly Veal was a good shout. Uh, what about Falau? I've definitely. Oh, well, we now just for all those people who haven't listened all the way back, we don't say Falau. We say Falawa. <laughs> Falawa. <laughs> um, I've gone Falawa. Yeah. yeah. I've gone Quade Cooper. Yes. Kind of a throwback. He's, got a, well, he's also got a very good step. He got a great step. Yeah. Well, he had a better step maybe a few years ago. What? What about Will Guinea or Aaron Smith? I've gone Will Guinea over Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith, Huge. great passer, not as good a runner. Will Guinea, just different class. You're really? not happy about that, but it's true. I'm, I'm not not happy. I'm just interested, surprised. So we've done Australia. Yep. We've done South Africa and we've done New Zealand. Now we're about to do the Japanese and the Argentinians. Uh, the Argies. So I've gone Matera. Yep. Right. And Buffelli. Oh. Yeah. Buffelli. He's just like a loose cannon. You know, you just chuck him on and he's going to do something <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> what about the wingers? They're rapid. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I put Buffelli in yeah. because he, although he plays at fullback. He is he is special. Yeah. He's a special player. Yeah. Now, the Japanese know players, but Tony Brown is the coach. 
So TV. What, do we think they could go and win the competition, uh, the London Sevens? I think they would have a really good go. But I think because because that seven circuit, they're playing and training week in, week out. They're playing maybe once or twice a month, that sort of thing. They get to know each other like the back of their hands. Yeah, I would say, I think this... It's almost te- like the Barbarians. Yeah, I think this team, if you put them into the final, yeah. could win it. A one-off game. Yeah. But I'm not sure put them into a competition. They've and got they could to play... Win five or six games on the trot. Yeah, and, and you know, that you've got to, your body just would not be used to it. So, I'm going to say they couldn't win the London Sevens if they just entered tomorrow but if you gave them a month of training together what about a season oh definitely they could easily win do you it think with so it. Oh, easy easy there's no no question <laughs> that that team good coach together all the time going yeah. through easy all no right. problems Gee, confident. Yeah, very confident, mate. You know me. <laughs> so, but great question, uh, Russ. And um, he was from London as well. Oh, Russ go. was from London. Ooh. And the last question. Oh, that was the last question. That was the last question, mate. <laughs> Come on, with the play. That is the last question. So up next, we are going to review and, well, we're going to review for a start all the weekend's matches and what some rugby we have t- yeah. we've seen this weekend. Yeah, it's been good. And we're going to preview. After that. Yes. <laughs> so, first game, mate. Hurricanes versus the Jaguares. The Haguares, mate. Haguares. Haguares. Okay, right. Now, the Hurricanes lost 20-28. to 28. Thoroughly deserved to lose, mate. They Thoroughly did. deserved to they lose. They did. Didn't pick Bowden Barrett, and we've said time and time again, yep. without Bowden Barrett, they They're are a completely lose. different team. Yeah. And it just showed. They had Marshall playing at 10. Yeah. Massive question mark. I thought great first try by Wellington. But they've got no Wellington. one else at 10. Yeah, well, I mean, they've absolutely got nothing. No. So without Bowden Barrett... I, see, I tell a, you what, mate, a sack of spuds could play better than that fella. Do you know what? The, the big question for me is, if you had really good systems in place, you're not so reliant on one player like Bowden Barrett. Okay. I don't see Wellington having strong leadership by its senior players. Because if the others, La Mape, Proctor, Lamb, should be able to step up to the plate and say, you know, we, we don't have Bowden, but let's just keep going through yeah. what we do. Yeah. And that just doesn't it, seem to happen. It wasn't working at all. Not at all. Frustrating. The Jaguaris, mate, they thoroughly deserve to win this. They we can sit well. there and say, okay, they didn't have Bowden Barrett. But the Jaguaris fought. I mean, this is what we were, this is what we were looking forward to this year from them was the fact that we thought they'd be up for every game, yeah. scrapping for every game, and that's exactly what they did. Karevi, Matera, Befali was they were all they all awesome. played like bloody dynamite on a stick, didn't they? And now they're up to they're up to first equal or seconds second on points difference in the yeah. South African league. Absolutely fantastic. Amps, absolutely fantastic. There was loads of missed touches as well from from both, actually both teams. But, yeah. but definitely at key moments, the Hurricanes just missed touch. So basic errors. Um, hurricanes really slow to clear their yeah. ball. Well, they just, meant, they just couldn't control the game. Couldn't control the game. That's what I mean. Yeah. That because of that one little issue, 
It meant the Jag- Haguares. Haguares. Yeah, come on, um, get it right. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> Can anyone explain why? Why? I mean, it's clearly Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. They've even got just, a picture that's, just, that clearly shows. It's a bloody Jaguar. Uh, it's a, definitely a Jaguar, isn't I it? I think it's just the way we pronounce it isn't great, <laughs> is it? I think we've got a lot, lot, a lot of work to do. I thought they thoroughly deserved it, and 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 I just thought as a group, they they're an exciting group, exciting group. How did you think Geordie Barrett played? Geordie, we love to bag Barrett, <laughs> Barrett. absolute brain fart penalty try. <laughs> I saw that. Um, not a great. I put it. Not a great. Game. Too many brain farts. <laughs> now I just want to. I want Toilet humour is great, mate. I just want to say he is a good player. Geordie Barrett is a good player. He does things that others can't do. But he does have this tendency. I'm thinking back to the African international oh quick throw in. You know, is that, that is gonna stay in my brain forever. That, I tell you what, <laughs> that's like the beaver's kick against South Africa. No, no Australia. against Australia in Hong Kong. Yeah, when when we all we needed to do was win and we would have set the world record. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, beaver. He kicks it long and they bloody score. Yeah, well done. But he is a good player. Yeah. He is a good player. Um, three tries to four. It, it, you know, the Jaguars really deserved deserved that one. Next game, mate. Yeah, we've got We the... have the Rebels versus the Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah. Now, you said the Rebels were going to win. I, I did. I think I only got one prediction right. So you've gone from a full house I'll, I tell to you no what, house. Mate, I've gone from hero <laughs> To zero. Now, the Bulls won 32-17. It was quite a convincing win away from home, wasn't it? Remember I said there was just something that I saw in their performance that I thought was special. But can I just say that the they shouldn't before. have won? No, of course they should have won. No, they shouldn't have won. If, you look at the, if you're looking at the stats and purely the stats, they yeah, shouldn't but have won. We're not looking at just... <laughs> but the only thing that mattered was the tries and the score on the board. I I watched the game. I enjoyed the game. I thought this. Okay, so the 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 rebels are the quick ball kings. If you allow them to have quick ball, they they are devastating. Okay, the bulls are the slow ball heroes. Do you like that? <laughs> that's awful. I tell you, what, that's one of my jokes. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm becoming more and more like you, which which uh, people that know me are getting disappointed by. <laughs> but they 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 have the ability to turn to use slow ball really well. Yeah. And I just thought every single time the Bulls carry the ball, they get over the game line. That doesn't have that stat written down here, but you know, if you had that stat where um, what was it, positive carry? Yeah. That they'd be right right up there. Um, and I just think the crossfield kick from Pollard uh, to Jimmy Hendricks is not Hendricks. It's not even Jimmy, but it is Hendricks. Sorry, um, was awesome. And I just thought Pollard actually played well. Yeah, Pollard played really He's well. He's been on form. He'd almost be my on form or in form oh, yeah, number ten of the competition. Richie Mwanga, after Saturday, you've got to say that yeah, not not his best performance. He's just not that consistent the last couple of games, has he? No, really interesting stat though. The Bulls were chasing their first win outside of South Africa since 2016. I just almost was like, I can't believe that's true, but it's true because they told us on the TV. <laughs> Must be true, mate. Maybe we could say something that's not true, but 
will be also be on uh, podcasts, and they might think Maybe it's true. Maybe there's lots of things that we say that aren't true. <laughs> <laughs> we just wing it. Uh, Speckman was amazing. Yeah. I thought, yeah. you know, he is class. He's just so rapid. He's Sp- got to there's be. There's no substitute for speed. He's got to be in the Springboks team. Oh, if they don't pick him, there's something wrong. I thought that what they did really well was they they made the right choices when to go for the tries yeah. and when to take their points uh, on offer with the boot. And I just wrote down here, um, Robbie Crazy Head <laughs> Fleck. <laughs> Like, like you know, what a what a what a guy. Well, he was a, he was an interesting rugby player. In what a trim! <laughs> what a trim! Yeah. <laughs> so very interesting the the amount of missed tackles from the rebels probably did show. I mean, and how Pollard just went straight through that gap yeah. oh. to score. There was a couple of real rookie moments from the rebels. In saying that, there still is something about the rebels that does excite. But I just think when they play the big bruisers, they've they've come up not winning matches. No, yeah. So is their season over? I don't think it's over, but I just can't see them progress through the quarter semis and final. They'll just get knocked out by one of the one of the big boys there. The, the big fellas. Right, mate, we've got the uh the blues versus the Chiefs. Now can I just say before we, no 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 no, you're gonna listen to me. Just before you say your little spiel. How good was it to see Sam came back? Yeah, it was brilliant to see Sam came back. Although after seven months away, mate, yeah, fractured and he, he looked. I mean, he played the whole game. He pretty much played the whole game. Yeah, when did he? Barring he came stars, on he came for on. Uh, Bloodbin, and then stayed on for a majority of that, and then came off, but then came on pretty much straight afterwards. So I also noticed the ninja started on the bench. What's happened there? Maybe. He's fallen out with Leon. <laughs> Maybe he's fallen out with him. Uh, I picked that the Blues were going to win. They won pretty comfortably. They did, yeah. Four tries to one. The Chiefs, even at the end of the game, Brad Weber said this. One team turned up today and it wasn't us. No. And he was absolutely right. I think the referee arguably made some tough, tough calls at certain points in the yeah. game. But too many turnovers. The Blues were up for it. They needed it. The, the Chiefs probably have felt like they've had a decent run, took their foot off the accelerator, and it cost them dear. It did, yeah. Um, turnovers, that was one of the main things. Missed tackles, only a few more. Look at, the number, look look at the, the number of offloads, 13 offloads yeah. to two. But then you also look at the meters, 322 to the Blues, 134 to the Chiefs. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the stats, apart from the fact that, you know, the Chiefs made 11 clean breaks. Yeah. But that has been a little bit of their issue all the season. The Blues defended so well. Yeah. They suck it up, don't yeah. they? They suck up the space. You make a break, but they, they, they seem How to... How about the head collision? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had stitches on his eye and on his cheek. Yeah, it was, oh, it was a nasty one, wasn't yeah, it? looked it? awful. Looked awful. But thoroughly deserved win by the Blues, and their season is still alive, the only just. is still alive. I mean, they are fourth, but they're not actually that far adrift. No. Of no. the Highlanders, they're only three points, really. <laughs> they're only three points, really. They're only three points, Toby. <laughs> Reds versus the Waratahs. Now, we said, both said... We both said that the Waratahs would win this, and I was thinking they'd win it pretty easy. But I was 
pleasantly surprised by the Reds. High scoring game. Six tries to the Reds by to four. Yeah. And it was tight, tight, tight until about the last, I think, 10 minutes. Right. Okay. And then Foley just smashed over, I think, four kicks. Wow. And that, and that was That's surprising, though, because he hasn't actually been kicking that well. Well, you look at the stats here now. His his conversion accuracy, 100%, to the Reds, 16.7%. Um, penalty goals, 5 to five none. 5 to none. And, and that was the difference between the two teams. Yeah. I thought the Reds played with more endeavour, and that shows by their six tries. But if you can't win a game... After six tries, because you can't kick at goal, you are going to struggle, aren't you? Oh, definitely. You know, we've said it week in, week out. If you've got a good kicker, you're going to win a game. Like the Bulls have got a good kicker. Yeah. You know, Pollard. Great top, kicker. Top point scorer. He purely is, from the boot. Yes. Purely yep. from the boot. Although he scored a couple of good tries. Yeah, he scored a couple of good tries as well. But that, but all the South African teams haven't actually scored that many tries this year. Apart from that, I think the Lions are doing not too bad on in that area. Next up, though, mate, is the Highlanders playing the Lions. Yeah. Now, we did we both pick or did you pick the Lions? I think I said the Highlanders as well. I picked the it, Lions. It may have been because I'm a Kiwi. <laughs> But their lines have been up and down this year. Well, 38, they won 38, 9, 29. Yeah. Um, I really like to see the um, Highlanders win. And I was quite disappointed, actually. But away from home, at altitude, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, Craig Smith played amazing. Marks played amazing. Dear played fantastic. And... Barring, barring Aaron Smith's really quick thinking that gave the try to Matt Ferris, yep. I think that they came up pretty short oh, on this yeah. game. They were bullied out of it. You know, um, key moments, the Highlanders couldn't keep their composure. But they also and, didn't have a game changer. No, they don't have a game changer, but they had opportunities yeah. and they repetitively muffed them up. Absolutely muffed them up. And I think the Lions, what, what that game showed was the Lions have been to two consecutive finals and under pressure, they just made better decisions. I was just having a look here. Missed tackles, 24 to 9. Yeah. And Did that, they make any tackles? <laughs> well, I think if you take 129, take away 24, yeah. They've made a few tackles. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a mess teacher, real good. <laughs> Come on, mate. Um, yeah, Lions are just Offloads, too good. 24 to 8. Every, everything's going the Lions yeah. way. Everything's going the Lions way. Yeah. So They deserve to win. They deserve to win. Five tries to five tries, but... The kicking again? Kicking again, yeah. And just at that key moment, they held their nerve. I think the Highlanders could have won this game, but... The Lions deserve to win it. Yeah, yeah. Right, mate, next game, we've got the Stormers versus the Crusaders. Now, I I was watching this game, and if anyone saw my tweets, my tweets, uh, I was very much of the opinion that the Crusaders were going to run away with it at halftime. <laughs> and although they're only just up at halftime, I just saw something there. I thought, oh, they've got it now. The Crusaders yeah. are going to blitz it. But that's almost like the Crusaders, that's what they do. 
it's quite close to half time, maybe to about 50, 60 minutes, and then they're like the All Blacks. They tend to run away. They get a roll on, run don't away, they? They yeah. get that train chugging. They get an extra barrel loads. I, I thought the crowd was amazing. I, I, I was actually, I forgot, this is me being poor. I forgot why was it so good. I was going to do some research into why it was so good. They must have been doing something either with ticket prices. Yeah. Um, I know that there's some some of the guys, some of the grounds have had like club days. And that's getting a lot of clubs in. But they were doing something there because it was an amazing, amazing, um, it was almost full. Good atmosphere, yeah. I thought Richie Mwanga's game control was amazing. Like the best I've ever seen it for between 20 and 40 minutes. And then from 40 to 70 minutes... No game control. Hey, how much can a half time do, eh? Ten minutes at half time, momentum can no, change it, completely. Yeah, very, yeah, true. It, uh, or maybe I said they did come out well. They did come out well after half time, and they got up again. Um, and I've got, I've got no, I've got no problem with the forward pass disallowed try because when I was watching it at the time, I said I think that's forward. And it was it was Ford, but actually on the replay, some people were saying, "Oh, his hands are moving backwards." I'm really sorry. The ball went forward. I was going to say, if the ball goes forward, it's gone forward. <laughs> in, my, in my opinion, if the ball goes forward, now it has to be clear and obvious. But it was a good two meters forward. It was a great try, though. Silver Reese again. What a shame for him, yeah, because it was an absolute cracker. I thought power start plus kicking from the Stormers. They they really really they're a bit like the Bulls the week before, the first twenty minutes they really really managed it really well. Yeah. Then they had a flat period, but they came back really strong. My big question was why did they not just kick for the corner to for the win for the match? Because if they had a kick for that corner, they've been their driving malls had been going really really well on this game, and I reckon they would have won it. I mean, they're yeah. guaranteed a draw, I suppose, and they're guaranteed two points. But I just thought it was a bit of a shame. Yeah. No one likes to see a draw. And like the draw the other day with the Crusaders, mate. Yeah. It's like uh, kissing yeah. your sister. <laughs> I mean, what, what did he say last time? It's like kissing your sister. No one likes doing it, but we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Village. Uh, I think this was a good game to, to if you're into your structures and systems. And when I talk about structures and systems, what I'm basically talking about is how you use your forwards. So some teams use a one, yeah, three, three, one. Some use, you know, a different array of yeah. how they use it's their forwards. It's good to see though, because you could actually you could actually see it. Yeah, coming into play, couldn't you? Because the South African TV yeah. companies they kind of film, I think, a bit better. They, they kind yeah, of they film, film a little bit further out. away, yeah. which makes it a bit better for someone like me who likes to look at those types of patterns. Um, and it was really evident to see. And moving forward, that's gonna, that's what's going to make yeah. the Crusaders really hard to, to stop is they've got so many options from 9 to 10 out the back, to the left, to the right, to another, another sort of a layer that I haven't seen before, which will be interesting because I think that's hopefully what the All Blacks are going to try and bring into their game as well. Right, mate. That was the last game. So now we've got the uh, the, re- the preview for next week. Yeah, the preview. Now, again, we said that this week was really hard to pick. Yeah. And I've looked at these games, and I'm like, oh, my God. These are another group 
of nightmare games to pick. But Damo, the show must go on and we shall pick away. So first it's game. It's like a good scab, eh? Just pick away <laughs> at that scab. Or a bogey. Or, oh, not a bogey, <laughs> No, that's, I didn't say that. <laughs> right, mate, we've got the Chiefs versus the Reds. Now, I've gone for the Chiefs, although the Reds did play good rugby, so they're in with a shout. But at home, the Chiefs, I think they'll get over the line. I, I hope they do anyway. I really hope they do. And have you gone for them as well? I've gone for the Chiefs as well. Right, yep. Next game, mate, who have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for the Brumbies at home against the Bulls. I think the Bulls are on the up, mate, and I can't see the Bulls losing. Okay, fine, cool. And, and you know, Brumbies at home, there's not much of a home crowd, <laughs> so I just see the Bulls on to winning that one. Right, there you go. All right, Sunwolves versus the Rebels. What have you gone for? I've definitely gone Rebels. So have I, yeah. Although some of us had a break. And they they're needed a break. They might have had some of their players back. But I, I can't see the Rebels losing it. Especially no. when they're still in the running. Yeah. They've managed to beat teams that are significantly weaker than them. Yeah. And I think the Summers are significantly weaker than them. Uh, Crusaders versus the Blues. Crusaders at home. I think this is a really tough match to pick. I can see the Blues winning. I'm not picking the Blues I'd to win. I'd love to see the Blues to <laughs> I'm win. I'm not picking the Blues to win, but I could see them winning. Yeah. Can the Crusaders... I just don't think the Crusaders... Crusaders have played amazing rugby at certain times in matches, and they've put, I think, one match together where it was just awesome... Mate, mate, I'm not asking for a spiel. I'm asking for who do you think is going to win? I hope the Crusaders will win. Okay. So I'm I'm picking the Crusaders. I've picked the Crusaders as well. Waratahs versus the uh, Jaguares. I've put the Waratahs, and only because the Waratahs have been playing good rugby. They'll be at home. The Hagawares have had some great performances recently, yeah. but I just think they might slip up. I well, think they'll I've, just I've might gone slip the up. Waratahs as well. Um, Stormers, Stormers, Highlanders. I've gone Highlanders. Oh, I know. I've gone Highlanders too, but that's more because I'm a Kiwi. Yeah, <laughs> same as me. Than anything else because the Stormers are looking good. I think the South African teams are all on the rise, mate. And I think all of the New Zealand teams are on the down. And I think all of the Australian teams are just staying flat. <laughs> <laughs> I get like. Right. Uh, last one is the Sharks versus the Lions. I've gone Lions. I've gone Lions, and only yeah. only because they're just starting to play some good rugby. But I st- there's massive questions to ask yeah, about, oh. the, about the Lions. But you, I think you would have to choose them after the weekend's game. Now, yeah. Again, we don't get paid. We don't work with rugby forecast, but I do look at their stuff. It's really good. Uh, they've picked this. They've said the Chiefs will beat the Reds, which is the same as, I think, both of us. Yeah. They've said the Brumbies will beat the Bulls. That's the same as, as me. you. Okay. They've said the Rebels will narrowly pip the Sunwolves, which we agree with. I think the Rebels will beat the Sunwolves by a bit more than that. The Crusaders to beat the Blues. I'm nervous about that game. It's going to be a great game of rugby, one to watch. 
Um, but we both agree with that. The Waratahs to beat the Jaguars, they both agree. Did we? Did you say the Waratahs as well? I said the Waratahs, yeah. Yep. So we agree with that. The Highlanders just to beat the Stormers. I'd be interested it'd to be see. It'd be a good win. Yeah, it'd be a very good win for the yeah. Highlanders away from home. But they've said the Sharks to beat the Lions, mm-hmm. which I was surprised about. Now, this has done a little bit. It might change uh, by tomorrow. They they update. But very interesting that we're similar. Yeah. To rugby forecast. Well, it'll be, it'll be a good. It'll be a good week again. Tough games to pick. Really tough games. Really to pick. tough games to pick. I don't. Looking at those, they're a little bit easier to pick than than this week's, but they're still very, very, very tough. Very, very tough. Right, mate. Now it's the segment that I've been looking forward to all week. I think it's a segment I've been looking forward to all year. Oh, my God. You didn't even know that we were going to do it at the start of the year. So I'm trying to build no. the tension, though, Toby. No, I don't, I don't like it. I don't anyway, like it. Up next, we are going to pick our best ever Super Rugby All Black 15 of all time. And unfortunately, Toby, I couldn't get it down to 15. <laughs> right, mate. <clears throat> we're on to our... Uh, our 15 of the best... Well, I've got 17. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first up, number one. Well, first prop, number one or three, it doesn't matter to me, but let's just go for it. Uh, all or Brown or Carl Heyman. Yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> my Carl Heyman story. Should I tell you my Carl Heyman story? Sure. Just to tell we've had to redo this, so, so you're hearing this story for the second time. But Carl Heyman played, I played with Carl Heyman for the South Island team. Under 16s? Under 16s, oh, mate. Gosh. And he was as tall and as heavy and as mean with the skinner head as he Did was he yeah, yeah, when he played for the ABs. Wow. Unbelievable, mate. We used to just lift this poor guy at the front of the line out because he was so big, six foot four or whatever he was. <laughs> No one could compete. No. And we were the first South Af- South South African. We were the first South Island team ever to beat the North Island. I don't like that. I don't like that. That's right. I'm from the North Island, so, so that's my Carl Heyman. Such a cake hole. Did you say Olo Brown as well? Yes. You could eat a meal off his back in the scrums. He, he had was the good, flattest back yeah. of any prop I've ever met. Those are the days of when scrummage scrummaging was, was at top class. They didn't try and go down. They just kept it steady yeah. as. Number two. Uh, I've gone Sean Fitzpatrick and Dane Coles. I absolutely agree. Sean Fitzpatrick, right up there as the best captain, had less to work with than maybe Richie McCaw at the time. True. Wow. Well, yeah, very. <laughs> wow. Wasn't as dominant as a team. No. And still won the World Cup. And arguably should have won another one under his... Yeah, true. And the old... Well, let's not go there with the old no. food poisoning. No. <laughs> and Dane Coles. Yes. Dane Coles. Fantastic. So mobile. Modern player. Yeah. Very interesting that from memory, Sean Fitzpatrick actually was his kind of mentor. Oh, really? And said to him, it's not about being the All Black too. It's about being the world's best hooker. Yeah. Within 12 months, he was the world's best hooker. It's good. Number three, mate. Uh, Tony Woodcock. Tony Woodcock. What a man. God, hey, how many games did he play for the All Blacks? Too many to count. Too many to count. Now, Joe Moody's up there, aren't they? People say that Joe Moody's going to be the new Tony Woodcock. Right, okay. Well, he's not at the 
Tony Woodcock at the moment, is he? <laughs> and and he's also far more injury prone, which yeah, Tony Woodcock true. literally just played. He just played forever. He's a Rolls Royce, wasn't he? He scored the try in the uh, 2000. Oh, it was a lovely Cup. try, wasn't it? The old. I thought we were going to run away, away, run away middle, with it. Yeah, but then we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great off the park training park yeah. try, wasn't it? Now. From doing the segment twice now, <laughs> I do know that you have something different than me I at do. four. Yes. You've I've gone for... Brody Retallick. And I have taught common sense in any good team you need an enforcer, and that enforcer has to be Brad Thorne. <laughs> do you not think Brody is an enforcer? Well, Brody's at five for me, so okay, I've got right, him in my team, go, and yeah. he is an enforcer. But Brad Thorne, I've got a good Brad Thorne story as well. I once, once bunted Brad Thorne off, right? Bunted him. <laughs> bunted him off, yeah. I was so pleased with myself that I didn't realise that Scott Robinson had his hands on the ball and he just stole it from me like candy from a baby. <laughs> um, but no, Brad, Brad Thorne for me was part of the reason why New Zealand was so dominant in that era. Oh, definitely. He, and now that you've mentioned his name, I would think I would put him in instead of Sam Whitelock is who yeah. I've got. For yeah. five, absolutely agree. I've 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 given you common sense there. At number six, who have you gone for? Uh, Michael Jones. Interesting. I've not gone for Michael Jones at six. Okay. I've put Michael Jones at seven. Right. Okay. And I've put Richie McCaw at six. Stupid. Well, Richie McCaw has played at six numerous times for the ABs. Still stupid. And Michael Jones was a seven. He didn't play at six, as okay. far as I'm aware. All right. Okay. So that's the reason why I've done that. But who have you gone for at eight? Zinzan oh, Brook. Oh, mate. Save here. <laughs> well, this is great You minds. could argue the point with Either uh, great... Kieran Reid. No, there, but I there's think no. Zinzan Brook is just. I think with or Kieran Reid. Buck Shelford. No, not Buck. Do you remember the old bring back Buck? I don't think he was in Super Rugby, though. No, he wasn't. Yeah. No, he wasn't. I think actually Zinny just. Mm. just played Super Rugby before he went off overseas or retired or whatever he did. He was a class player. Do you remember that drop goal that he did from 40 metres out? Nope. Oh, yeah, I do. I do for the All Blacks. Yeah, for the All Blacks. Yeah, 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 did yeah, you yeah. know at that time he thought that was his last game for the All Blacks? But he actually stayed on. I think it was when Super Rugby came in. If Super Rugby hadn't come in, he was going to go overseas and play. Right, okay. Uh, but he stayed instead. Um, and Michael Jones, Zinzan Brook for me were unbelievable players. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about super rugby players, they were just right up there, weren't they? Yeah. Unstoppable. Number nine. Number nine. I reckon we're going to be the same for most of this, apart okay. from Brad Thorne so far. I've gone Aaron Smith. So have I. I've actually written down Ben Smith, but <laughs> it was supposed to be Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> now, interestingly enough, Justin Marshall. Was a great player, but n- just not the passer. No, Aaron's good running game, great running game, yeah. and and smart. Yes, and you know organized well. Me oh my, he was good. <laughs> Boom <Boomfa. laughs> But Aaron Smith for Aaron me, Smith. easy, yeah. easy. Yeah. Number ten, Andrew Mertens. Wow, <laughs> I see. I understand why. No, it was a joke, Daniel. Dan Gardner. <laughs> 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 I could see why Andrew, wow. I, well, I'm a massive Andrew Mertens fan big big fan uh, I grew up with him playing mm. in rugby and he's got a great story he he was always second he was um, yeah to 
to a guy, um, Larry. Right. Uh, who, who all the way through his, like, Canterbury, all the way through New Zealand younger, he was second. And then he got his chance playing for the Crusaders because I think, well, not not Rob Larry, but um, his brother sort of just was injured or something and he just took his chance and it went from strength to strength. I was going to say he didn't look back from there, did he? Number should we go? Should we do the wings separately? Should we go straight to inside centre? Ma'anonu. Yeah, Ma'anonu as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah e- uh, easy choice for me. Yes. Oh. Hence why maybe we want him back in the ABs now. Yes. Yeah. 13. This is where we would. Because you know who I've gone for, because last week I mentioned who I was going to go for at 13. I've gone Conrad Smith. I can see why. Yeah. You're, you're, you're young, houses. you're young, you're naive, oh, you, uh, you didn't geez. grow up with Frank, Frank Bunce. Bunce. <laughs> Frank Bunce was the man. He really was the man. I mean, Conrad Smith was actually the man also. Yeah. So I would say they both deserve to go yeah, in they, there. They're good. Both and even really um, good. Tana Umanga yeah. was right up there as well. Yeah. I, I could have put him in. You could in. almost put him at 12. And, and Harry played with the Lions in the Lions yeah. game was was unbelievable he may have cost the reason why I've not put him in actually because he cost us I think he cost us the World Cup he if he had stayed and played we would have won that World Cup yeah but he and he left and he retired <laughs> and he said he's been such a selfless he, he said his body was breaking how dare he <laughs> break it one last time <laughs> right so, wingers mate oh, wow. I've gone John Olomu oh you have to Jonah you have to Jonah the late John Lomu. What a player. He, Cha- got, he, know, changed, he got a lot of stick, didn't he? he got changed a lot of the modern game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was actually a superstar, wasn't he? Oh, he was, he was probably the first rugby superstar. And he deserved it. What he did for the All Blacks, I think, a lot. And if he hadn't been for his ill health... Oh he would have God. easily been top try scorer. Oh. I don't think people would have actually even touched the records no. that he would have sent. No. He was amazing. And there's so many good YouTube tributes oh for anyone God. out there who hasn't seen him play. Gosh. That, that they, they actually do him justice. Yeah. They do him justice. Up next, though, who have you gone for on the other wing? I've gone for Jeff Wilson. You have not. You have gone for Jeff Wilson. Yeah. You've actually gone for Jeff Wilson. Yeah. No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, I have. You've not gone for Rico. Well, I've got him as well. But the thing, Rico, is but he is good, but he hasn't played enough yet. I did think about that when I was when I was putting yeah. him down as well. But I just think he is. He's a game changer. He's a, he's a game changer, and he's young, and he's got a lot of it. But I don't think that should hold him back. No, Jeff Wilson was quality, and he has played for New Zealand for cricket, basketball, and rugby. Yeah, and I love that. Not not the mm, not the best record, but I I don't I think that he in matches he often set up players outside. He was him. the more more of an assister, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Fifteen. Oh. Don't so get me I've, started I've, on 15, because th- this I've is the first down, name down. I've put down two. You can't put just down listen, two. Just listen, just listen. So I've put down Ben Smith. Are you listening to me? Just because he's he's a he's a good player. He also changes the game. But you, Christian Cullen, you're 100%. Like you just said, you'd be the first one to write down on your team sheet. 
absolutely amazing, eh? Amazing oh player. God. Hong Kong sevens, hundred meters try, um, just gliding, gliding, and that's when he just changed the world mm. of rugby. And actually, before and he was him, tiny. Well, he was small. Yeah, he was small. To everyone else on the pitch, and um, Glenn Osborne was the fullback. Wait for this, right? Glenn Osborne went to the World Cup at fullback for the ABs. One player of the competition. Yeah. Next year gets biffed off for Christian Cullen. That's how good Christian Cullen was. That he got the world's best fullback in the World Cup, and just said, "Thanks for coming, mate." Here's your P45. See you later. <laughs> or P60. Not quite sure which one it is. But you've had enough and you're off. Yeah. And that's just how good he, he was. How do you feel if this team was put against any of the other teams that we've done? How would how would they uh, manage? Smother. There's some, there's some... There's some... But there's also quality in every other team. There is quality, but you look at that and say world class best player in his position, and so on, so forth. So I mean, you go Lomu, oh. well, best player. Yeah, Cullen, best player. Daniel Carter, Daniel Carter, best player. Aaron Smith, best player. Um, Carl Heyman, you know, Carl Heyman has made loads and loads of money past retirement. Yeah, and he could probably still go and make money now. Yeah, because um, he's just so good. Sean Fitzpatrick. Best hooker hook by a country mile. Yeah. So, yeah. Some of the other teams, like, we're, we've kind of maybe tried to manufacture some players. Not not on this one. This was really, really tough, wasn't it? Yeah. Really tough. Yeah. Anyway, that is our All Blacks team. Yeah. And going through, last thing to mention, mate, is going through where everyone is standing at the moment. The Brumbies, how are the Brumbies on top? 29 points they lead the Rebels by. No idea how they've been inconsistent at the start of the season, but they've got there. The Crusaders, although I worry, I worry, they are are ahead. And the gap is narrowing. The gap is narrowing. The the Hurricanes are are, are only nine points away now. (laughs) And then the Bulls are on the top with the Jaguars. Points difference, aren't they? Yeah, and... I just think, as I mentioned before, the South African teams are on the rise. Arguably, looking at this, one or two of the Australian teams are now on the rise. The Red, the Reds have started to play well. The Waratahs have been consistently playing well, but maybe not getting the results. The Maybe the Rebels have dipped. Brumbies are up. But you look at those New Zealand teams and you're saying, Hurricanes looking shaky, Highlanders looking shaky. Chiefs looking shaky. Blues have been inconsistent. Well, to be fair, the Hurricanes have just had their first loss in five games. But they've looked shaky. They've, they almost lost. They almost Wins lost the win, mate. It's not. No, wins, wins not a win, win, mate. Wins, wins a win. not a win. Wins not a win. Wins not a win. Wins a win. Win is a win. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks the, for agreeing. When it's the quarterfinals, the semifinal, or the final, mate. But it matters how you play up until that point, building momentum. Confidence, trust in each other. Well, we'll see. But anyway, that is the end of the podcast. Yeah, that's it. It's for another week. For another week. It's been an absolute pleasure. How do they get a hold of us, Damo? We haven't plugged ourselves, Toby. Nah. This is our time, though. This is it. So we we, we are kind of on YouTube, although the camera recently has just run out <laughs> of memory. Um, we've just heard that little, little bleep that no one likes to hear. 
you you can go to us on YouTube. Just type in Super Rugby Podcast. Yeah. Uh, we're there. We put some clips on our Twitter account, which is Super Rugby Pod. Yeah. And Gmail. Gmail is uh, the Super Rugby Podcast at Gmail dot com. We've even got a Facebook site that we never use, so no. don't go there. No, <laughs> we're probably going to delete. Yeah. So if you want to get some questions answered by us, uh, then please send them through to either the email Definitely. address or straight on Twitter, which is a fantastic platform. And we will be putting on... We'll put on a couple of polls, eh? We'll put on a couple of polls. Yeah. And definitely do the Jubair. And maybe we might ask you for your... I was going to say, maybe we on could do out a few. of Carl Heyman and Olo Brown, yeah, Sean Fitzpatrick's or uh, Dane Coles, and maybe whether you or go even, Jeff Wilson and Rico Yuani or Conrad Smith or Conrad Smith or yeah. Frank Bunce. Yeah, I think, I think Conrad Smith would win. Maybe I'm reminiscing ah, too we'll, much. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out. So we'll put that on. Yeah, and we'll, we'll let the public answer. Yeah, cool. But it's been a pleasure signing out again. <laughs> Podcast Network.